Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, some drinking and laughing with Nina Dobrev. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused, my podcast. The guest today, as I said, the talented, the delightful Nina Dobrev, currently starring on a new sitcom on CBS called Fam, Thursday nights at 9.30. Check it out. Support Nina. She is... One of my favorite humans, and so happy she was on the podcast today. Um, some apologies to you guys. I know we, we had a couple weeks where we were off, um, unanticipated, without going into the nitty-gritty details, because who wants to hear sad stories? Um, lost somebody close to me in the family, unexpected. These things, sadly, are a part of life, and, um, you know, it... Uh, Real life gets in the way of um, these silly shenanigans sometimes uh, at Happy Set Confused. So definitely a wake-up call. Um, definitely, uh, yeah, an emotional, sad time for me and my family. And, um, you know, plugging away work, I, I do find, is a, is a good respite from uh, these things we deal with in our real lives. Um, you know, it doesn't lessen the hurt and the pain of a loss, but, um, it also feels great to get back in the mix and do what I love. Um, so that's my way of saying I'm back. Happy, sad, confused is back. And hopefully we'll be back, uh, on the regular for some time. Um, I missed my chance to talk to you guys about the Oscars. Let's talk Oscars for a second. Um, another, exciting and surprising night to say the least. Uh, I mean, I guess Green Book was predicted by some to win Best Picture, but uh, I know the film Twitterverse and think pieces have been ignited like crazy since that that win. Um, you know, it's a complicated subject. I mean, the, the upshot is, did I like Green Book? Yeah, I did like Green Book. I think Green Book's a very well-done, uh, crowd-pleasing movie with some fine performances. Would I have given it best picture? No. Uh, are there some problematic issues behind the scenes and even in the storytelling? Yeah, I think you, I think you could say that. Um, that being said, the Oscars rarely get it right, according to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, they it's just it is what it is. It's it's a it's a voting body that doesn't necessarily reflect my tastes all the time. Um, but that being said. There were a lot of great films that were acknowledged. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that uh, Black Panther got some love. I'm thrilled that The Favorite got some love. Um, I'm thrilled that Roma got some love. Uh, it, 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 was a, it was a good ceremony in that there was, um, there was stuff to go around. Everybody seemed to get a, a seat at the table. So that was exciting. Spike Lee's win, fantastic. Uh, what a great moment. Samuel L. Jackson giving him that award. That was one of the highlights for me. Olivia Colman's speech, certainly a highlight. Uh, did I miss a host? Mm, kind of, sort of. I like, I do like comedy in my award shows. Um, I don't mind the bloat of a three and a half hour award show. It happens once a year, at least the Oscars do. So yeah, I, I kind of like it. Um, that being said, I, 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 I did enjoy the night and, um, don't begrudge, uh, you know, the producer's choice in the end to go hostless after a series of questionable moves. They actually ended up with a, a, a decent show. So, and, and also, by the way, I do want to mention what I agree with many people was the, the sequence of the night, uh, the 
performance from A Star Is Born with Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which not only was just a an emotional great high point thanks to the song and and Gaga and Bradley Cooper, a non professional singer, just going for it, but the presentation was was just fantastic and unique and special and unexpected. A single take, reversing the camera, um, and intimate these intimate close-ups. Uh, it was it was well conceived. And from what I gather, uh, Gaga is crediting Bradley as being the one to come up with the way that was uh, shot. So um, you know, all the more reason he should have been nominated for best director right there. Anyway, that's the Oscars, onward and upwards, 2019 movies. We are well into it right now. Um, Switching gears for a second, let's talk uh, Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev uh, is the guest on today's Happy Second Fuse, surprisingly her first visit to the podcast. Uh, Surprising, I say, because uh, I've known Nina for years and years and years. Um, She is... Uh, always game, always fun, a great positive spirit in the world, uh, super talented, super funny. We've done some sketches over the years. We've done a ton of interviews and um, she's just somebody that always puts a smile on my face and I I just have a blast hanging out with her. This was uh, a lot of fun to talk to her about FAM, her new CBS sitcom, and also just a let loose. This is a goofy, uh, random chat. Um, I think it was her last interview of the day. She uh, suggested we have a little tequila. We did. You can judge whether that was a good idea or not. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's today's Happy Say I Confused. I'm so thrilled to be back making a podcast for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy this one with Nina. Uh, once again, fam, Thursday nights, 930. Check it out. And remember to review, rate, and subscribe to Happy Say I Confused. Spread the good word. Uh, and here is Nina Dobre. Nina Dobrev is here. Hey, Nina. Hi. That's my introduction. That's as formal as I get. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, I love your office. Has anyone ever come in here and talked about your office? Yeah, it becomes like a... there's a lot here, so it it's hard news? to ignore. Are, is no, everybody no. now have the, no, no. Have the view? Are they bored now? Don't of hearing don't about bored. how cool your office is. <laughs> these are the new, this is the, the infamous New Yorkers board. Uh, these are people that ostensibly still live in New York. Oh, really? I heard. Wait, I I watched an interview with you last mm-hmm. year where you seem to be talking about becoming a New Yorker. Well, I don't see my name on the board, so it must not be true. That's not that's not how it works. I don't know. I, I guess I'm not special <laughs> enough to be on this board. No, but wait, you don't you don't live here now. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> Timothy Shem, Tiffany, Tiffany, no, Tiff. My goodness, what is words. That? Are you having a stroke? Are I you be, okay? I might be. <laughs> Got a medic in here. I might be having a stroke. Dear God, save me. Um, so the bottom line is, you're Timothy not a New Yorker. Chalamet. Yes, he is a New Yorker. I did not know that. Him and Ansel went to high school together. Ansel, of Elkhorn. course they did. What high school is that? I'll go back if I come out one iota as talented as they are. You God could, damn it! You could jump street it. You could play the uh, the fifteen year old that you still look like. Wait, don't tell everyone because then I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, never you're mind. blowing no, my cover. No, 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 Josh. No. God damn it! Who did anybody famous go to your high school? Mike Myers. Not the same time, presumably. Oh, yeah, no, no, we're classmates. I just, I've had a lot of work done. <laughs> I want to see your guy. <laughs> um, how do you know it's a guy? Maybe it's a woman. Sorry, sorry. She is a very, very talented plastic surgeon. If you'd seen my face back the in before. the 40s, right. 
I looked very different in the forties compared to what I look now. Did Mike did Mike have like a shrine to him in the high school? Was there was it like exciting? It was uh, actually junior high school. Okay. Uh, we went to the same junior high school. JB Tyrrell. Shout out to the Tyrrells. Um, <laughs> the Tyrrells love happy. I don't even know if we're, they're we were, big fans of the podcast. Were we called the Tyrrells? I don't, I don't remember anybody <laughs> saying that, so I don't know. Why I just made that up. Um, but maybe they're going to start calling themselves the Tyrrells now. Yes. Uh, yeah, Mike went to the same junior high. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, Fifi Dobson. That sounds like a person Tom. or or a cool dog I, name or I, something. I think <laughs> like it was Phoebe Dobson or Phoebe Thompson. No, okay. I, think, I think it was Dobson. Okay. This is embarrassing. We went to the same high school, okay. which is a performing arts high school. Um, and then a bunch of famous people went to this uh, really, really terrible high school that I also attended called Degrassi. <laughs> Um, I was wondering where you were going there, and yeah. I just I, I just went right in. I was like, "What? Oh no, Lena, you did it to me!" <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. No, it's one of. The, I'm taking my shoes off. Um, <laughs> nobody can see my outfit. Why am I wearing these no, ridiculous no, there heels? There are cameras everywhere here. Well, then now they're gonna see my bunions <laughs> as well. Um, okay, so yeah, no. It, it, when I say terrible, I mean terrible in that like. There were so many issues. Like people got shot. Right. So I've heard um, that there were like some eating disorders and right. drug problems. Like if it was a real school, nobody would ever go no. there. So it was terrible. But um, <laughs> me and Drake and a bunch of other peeps went there. Yeah. So did um wait? Did you c- complete your formal high school education? What was the sequence of events of? I'm not. She's giving me such a look right now. Like I've so insulted her. You are more intelligent than I am. I'm not saying you're not an intelligent person. I'm just asking. You were shooting to the stars as a young person, as as the, as the wee little ass. See my damage control. I'm going into overtime. Help me, help me, everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. Were you homeschooled? Were you schooled? Just take over, oh, Nina. I'm leaving. No. I'm offended that a you didn't do your research and find out that I did finish high school, and two <laughs> that you assumed to have to ask the question that maybe I may- didn't finish high school based you? on my level of education from the years that we've known each other. <laughs> my God, Josh, you don't need a, a a book learning. You don't need a diploma. You you went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> I did go, and I did finish <laughs> okay. for your information. And and college and PhD, you got all that. The I went to degrees. college. I went to Ryerson University in Good. Toronto, Canada. That was on my list. I was I was looking at Ryerson. Uh-huh. They wouldn't have me. Yeah, well, they had me, and then <laughs> and then you left. And then I, I do, left early. I'm remembering this now. Yeah, see, I did. I didn't finish research. college, but I did finish high school. You could have. It was an option. It's you, not, yeah, it's not that I couldn't. It's just that I didn't. Yeah, you weren't kicked out, although that would be a good no. story. Would it? I mean, kind of give you street cred. Yeah, maybe. Depending for what. I mean. I got kicked out. I got kicked out of high school. What? I'm, I'm totally serious. My freshman what? year, I know. Little, innocent, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet Josh? My freshman year, I grew up here in the city. I did not go to school at all. I was not doing anything nefarious. I did not smoke or drink or do anything. And what were you doing? I literally would. You were at home reading books and playing with your dog? I would go. Here's what I would do. Oh, I, come I would sneak on. into you a want movie me to theater. This? I swear to God, I would sneak into a movie theater. I would see like three movies in a day. I would buy every newspaper. I would sit in like a fast food place and just read the newspaper by myself. It was the saddest year of my life. Don't get into my head. I don't know why. And so Stuyvesant, which was my high school I went to, uh, mutually agreed with me and my family that maybe I should go somewhere else. 
I got street cred. That's all I'm saying. Whoa, the scandal. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing hard movies. Hard movies. And hard, super, super, super hard. I went, I went to Yankee games by myself. It was kind of like first Bueller's Day Off, but much less cool. <laughs> and much more lonely. Yeah, truly. But hey, by the way, you're sitting at a really cool office with an E.T. sitting above your head. This is true. In the MTV building. The so definition of it success. it all worked out. We all got to where we were meant to get to. Yeah, there's a bottle of champagne on your desk. There is. There's tequila unopened. here. There's, yeah, all there's... these things are unopened. <laughs> you don't drink. You have all the booze, but literally not one of them is open. The well, seals are still on the... I always offer my guests, I, but you know like... What? Give it to me. What do you want? Which one do you what want? What do we got? I want We've tequila. Got... Do you have tequila? Yeah, I have tequila. Give me a tequila. You're actually going to partake? Yeah. This is my last interview for today. Why wouldn't I? It is sealed. And you know what? It's my birthday year, so... um, Happy 30th to Nina Dobrev. Yeah. Thanks for the invite to Nina Cella. I was busy in New York anyway. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Hold on. Ooh. (laughs) That is the sound of sweet, sweet alcoholism. (laughs) Happy Second Fuse, sponsored by Don Julio and Alcoholics Anonymous. Hey, hey, hey. No (laughs) brands will be mentioned here. Never, never. You should be one of those people by now that creates your own tequila, like um, like Clooney or who else has tequila now? How do you know that I haven't already created my own tequila? How do you know that I'm not a seed investor in Casamigos? Are you really? No. <laughs> you could retire if you were. I, I mean, know. he sold that thing for you a billion. You think I'd be in this building right now talking to you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers to Nina and her 30th year on this planet. Thank you. Oh, there's something in my cup. No, there's not. Is there really? A little fuzz. It's okay. I'm in New York. There's a lot worse things. <laughs> There's fuzz everywhere. In New York. <laughs> the air, the floor. I'm, I'm, barefoot, I'm barefoot in your office right now. I clearly do not care about germs. <laughs> fuzz is the least of your worries in New York. Ooh, that feels really good at 7:45 a.m. That's not true. Just kidding. It's 2:30 p.m. It's still pretty early, still a little, but whatever. It's my last of the day too. It's all good. Uh, okay, now that we're warmed up, uh, how's the press tour going? Fam is the show. Let's get that out of the way. Congratulations. Thank you. Doing new exciting things, Nita. This is a whole new adventure. A whole new world. <laughs> we, we can't license that. I can't license, license oh. that. That has no, nothing to do with the Disney song. Nothing to do with it. No, no, no. Just off the top of her head. Yeah, that was like my version of Happy Birthday. <laughs> I was no, singing that happy work birthday. Either. Really? Actually, now, now that I think of it, in has recent it? years, I think you are allowed to sing happy birthday. But for years, you weren't supposed Why? to. Somebody owned the rights somehow to happy birthday. That know. is crazy. Um, but fam is the show on CBS Thursday nights. Uh, congratulations. I've checked it out. It's very fun. And it's, it's a new, it truly is a new experience for you. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I've been doing silly, goofy, weird things for years. I went to Funny or Die and pitch things to them we've shot things and you and I have done some sketches that Mm -hmm. have been really 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 fun but um aside from my core like super loyal fan base and my really close friends that have no choice but to love me because I force myself into their lives on a daily basis and my family who also are forced (laughs) (laughs) by blood to have to watch and care about the things that I do. Um, not many people knew that I loved comedy. And so it's been exciting to actually get to showcase this and especially on this format, live audience, which I know I have done my research. I've heard you talk about this and I understand it completely was a little intimidating at first. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, 
so I don't want to perform in front of a live audience and make a mistake or right. not be prepared. And, um, and it, it's almost like doing theater, except in theater you get four to six weeks of rehearsal. Yeah. And for us, we get four days of rehearsal. And pages of rewrites at the last every minute. Day. No, every every single like- day we get a new script. At nighttime, we get a new script at 1 in the morning, and then we start rehearsing at 8 a.m. So do you bother, like, looking until there's, like, the last iteration? I mean, does it fuck with your head? You're, like, still on draft 3, and they're on draft 10? Like, Well, that was my that was my problem. That was why I was so stressed out and yeah. nervous at the beginning, because I didn't, I didn't know that there'd be a new script every night. So I'd go home after rehearsals on the first day, and I'd memorize the fuck out of it. Yeah. Just, like, really nail it in, and then I'd show up to work the next day and they'd hand me a brand new script. I'd be like, wait, what? And then I would memorize that one and I'd go home and work on it. And then the next morning, same thing, brand new script. And after four days of that, I'd like, it stressed me out and then I'd remember the old lines and then some of the new lines and I couldn't retain it. And then they sat me down one day and they were like, Nina, please, we beg you. After you wrap today, Go home and get wasted. <laughs> Just like get your friends, go yeah. out, have a life. Yeah. Do not look at these pages because yeah. they will not be the same tomorrow. Right. And that was the best advice that well, they could have ever given me. And now I, I like you just, you have to be able to be on your toes and, yeah. and be malleable. And in the single cam world and when there's no audience, you have to be prepared. You have to be on top of everything. Like there's no room for error. And you, like you're considered unprofessional if yeah. you haven't, if you're not completely off book. And in the sitcom world, they they want you to not really be off book until the shooting day. Right. So what what is like the the nightmare scenario for you as an actor? Like is it is it something as simple as just not knowing your lines? Like is is the nightmare for Nina at night like being being on a stage and not knowing what to say? Like is that the worst possible scenario or is it just Um cuz I can't You mean I, for for multicam? For anything. Could just cuz like I, I'm shooting actually something this weekend where I literally have three lines in a thing. And I'm like petrified about it. Like, Why? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I, it's in my like head. Like in a movie or something? Yeah, I'm doing Ooh, a little thing. I'll look tell at you, you. I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> but it's, but, but it is like, I just don't want to let people down. Like, it's not my set. It's somebody else's world. Like, you know, I shoot yeah. my own thing. So like, I feel like a comfort level when I'm shooting my own thing. But like, I guess it's all about just like letting folks down around me and like I don't know I, I'm, I'm obviously not someone like you that like this is what you're steeped in um, yeah I mean um, if it's three lines then it should be pretty easy <laughs> I know, no, I, it should, I'm talking but... about full scripts that we have to have memorized the day before I know this is why I can't even fathom what you like is it a serious movie is it a comedy, no, it's, a comedy. it's a comedy is it with people that you know typically improv a lot it is with someone that I think will be improving. Okay, yeah. so I would memorize your, those three lines <laughs> and then um, figure out what you think the character is like and then be able to improv based on what your wants and needs are. Did Was comedy something that you did early on or was it something you came to? Like, was Let's Be Cops, again, I forget my research. Let's Be Cops was, was that the, the first, first real thing. thing I did and I wasn't really, I wasn't funny in that movie. Like, that, right. my, my goal, my, my goal was to be funny in that movie, but my purpose for the filmmaker yeah. and the storyline was not to be funny. Right. In fact, we, um, 
added a bunch of like we wanted Damon and I got together uh, with the director. And we talked about like trying to give her a little bit more meat and like add to the storyline and. And uh, unfortunately, so that got lost in the editing room, and it went back to the uh, the original. They, they wanted me to just be pretty and stand there in a short skirt. So, but you know, I don't regret anything, and that opportunity allowed for me to be on set with these two comedians who were so talented and almost zero of the lines that they said and that ended up in the movie were the ones that were from the script. Like they yeah. improved so much on that film and I learned a lot from them and that was kind of like a mini, that was the two years of college that I didn't finish in real life. <laughs> I got them on set with Damon and Jake Johnson. I love Jake. I've gotten to know Jake over the years. He's, He's the best. a gem of a human being. I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of really talented comedians, and, and I, that's what's really given me my legs. So growing up, was comedy a big thing for you? Like, who were your, were you like a Jim Carrey person? What was like, the, what were the films people that made you laugh as a kid? Jim Carrey, 100,000% for yeah. two reasons. One, he's Canadian. And go. I grew up in Canada, so you couldn't. You're just you're not allowed to not like right. Canadians. Yeah, exactly. Who's the biggest Bulgarian? <laughs> As a comic? Canadian, yeah, like <laughs> your your only job really is to be nice, and so you can't not like right. your your fellow countrymates. Right. You know, um, she's wearing a Dan Aykroyd T-shirt. Guys, oh no, right yeah, now it's and, crazy. Well, and then and and underneath the T-shirt, my of course my lingerie is the Canadian flag. <laughs> right. um, it's what I. It's my uniform. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest Bulgarian comedian I'd have to say is no one, <laughs> or me. <laughs> and I'm not even that funny, so That's not true. I feel bad. <laughs> I need to represent the country better. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. Maybe there are Bulgarian comedians. I'm just not aware of them. Certainly. Canada comes to mind first for comedy ahead of Bulgaria. No offense, yeah. I'm, I'm just not as no. I'm sure in Bulgaria, yes. like in the country, on yeah. the, but I, I um, haven't caught up on my Bulgarian stand-up these <laughs> lately, <laughs> so I'm not uh, well versed. My Netflix Hulu account to bul the Bulgarian <laughs> comic specials. Um, you think there's a section? I'm pretty sure there would be. <laughs> You'd have to go really deep. It's down, such, a, into the it's menu. such a large country that they must <laughs> they must have a whole section. When you go back to Bulgaria, do they like hail you as a conquering hero that comes home? Are there statues? Is there a parade? There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's buildings that they've named after me. And uh, in fact, it's not called Bulgaria anymore. It's called uh, Nineria. <laughs> I was just trying to think of nope. See, I told you Bulgarians aren't funny. What? That's the Bulgarian side of you. Go back to the Canadian side of you. That side is super funny. <laughs> So, okay, Jim Car what was the Jim Carrey film? Talking uh, about the Mask. The Mask, yeah. People um, love The Mask. So good. That's come up a lot oh here. Oh my god, I love that. That's also Cameron Diaz and that was so good. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, I don't know if Rachel McAdams intended to be funny when she was in Mean Girls. Like, I feel like she was playing it serious. I was worried you were going to say The Notebook, and I was going to tell you no. <laughs> Not <Nope>. a comedy. <laughs> you are a dark soul. No, but, but, but Mean Girls was hilarious, and, and she played it so serious, yeah. but that's what made it so funny. And I don't know. I thought she was brilliant in that. She's another Canadian gem. Um... <laughs> Who else? There's, there's tons. So at, at this point, when you're on set shooting FAM, Thursdays mm -hmm. at 9.30 on CBS, did I get mm -hmm. that right? 
9.30? Yeah. Okay. Um, after mom. After mom. Uh, do you now feel you're in your element? You're like, yeah, I, I've earned a right to be he- here. A, a comic actress in a multicam sitcom, ten ep- episode 11. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I'm definitely a lot more comfortable yeah. by... Honestly, after episode three or four, yeah. I found my legs. But yeah. before three or four, I was, I could say, watching the episodes, I could see the hesitation or yeah. that I'm still trying to figure things out. But by the end, I definitely um, got my groove. Like Stella got a groove back. So that's Dobrev my, got her groove that's back. That's my favorite film of all time. You just you mentioned that's no, such a coincidence. No, it's not. I recently watched that. It can't be. Don't make me walk out of this office a second time, Josh. It's like, throw your shoes after you and take them. Um, I'd have to come back in because I'd need them. Awkward. The awkward crawl back. Yeah. I know I said I wasn't a germaphobe, but your office is a lot different than the streets of New York. I would need footwear. Did, uh, so where were you at when this one came around? Were you looking for, A, were you looking for a comedy? B, were you looking for a TV show? See where you can for a multicam. Like, I mean, what where were you at? Uh, yes, no, no. I don't remember my questions. <laughs> well, you're looking for a comedy, yes. That sounds like a you problem, <laughs> Josh. That's, welcome to my podcast. It should be, it should be called the me problem. <laughs> me problems. <laughs> um, uh, yes, I was looking to do comedy. Yeah. No, I was not looking to go back to TV. Uh, no, I was not looking to do a sitcom. I did not. To be completely honest with you, I was a huge fan of Friends, but I had never actually watched it with a critical eye as to how they made Friends. I had no idea that Friends was shot in front of a live audience. I had no idea that Big Bang Theory was shot in front of a live audience. I just was like, oh, that's that's a show. It's funny and love it, but don't have no... You were lost in the world. Yeah, I guess. No, I just no, like yeah, I just yeah. I enjoyed it as yeah. a fan. I never really thought about it. And then when this came up, um, I I started to watch Friends and realize. And then they told me about the live audience aspect. And before I I decided to do it, I wanted to go check it out because I didn't want to be the lead of a show and be the leader on set that knows nothing about what's going on. How does this work, guys? Yeah. And so I I went to visit the mom set Mm. um, and watched Alice and Jenny and Anna Faris and then Big Bang and a few other shows and really fell in love and was terrified by it. And that's kind of why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Because I wanted to go into, into comedy more, but I also like doing things that challenge me. How's the, how is the lifestyle of the of this kind of a show? I mean, I, I would think terrible, I, such long hours. I mean, um, <laughs> working in the coal mines. No, but yeah, I, just I, kidding. I, I would think after something like, I mean, the the not the worst. Look, we're talking about great opportunities, but like something like Vampire Diaries, where you shot what like twenty episodes a year. What was it? Twenty two. Like, I think one season we did twenty three. And that's. 22 hour-long episodes a year. Yeah, we should probably give context to people who don't really know the schedule. So um, a show like Vampire, which is an hour-long show on television, takes about, ours took about 9 to 10, sometimes 11 days to shoot. So a season would would be shot over, for 22 episodes, over 10 or so months a year. And in our show in particular, we 
were vampires, therefore we shot a lot at night. Yep. So we'd shoot for like 14 to 16 hours a day. And by day, I mean night until six in the morning. So yes, compared to that schedule for six years, this has been, um, a breeze. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, not just like you said, not complaining at all whatsoever. Like the, um, I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I've had and I, and I love the show and I always will. Um, but in just in terms of workload, rehearsing four days a week during the day, during the daytime, (laughs) a novel idea (laughs) (laughs) and And sleeping, like going home at night and sleeping in my own bed and then shooting in front of a live audience for two to three hours once a week. It's a lovely schedule. And there's an arc to the week too. Like you're building up to like an event as opposed to this like kind of sustained, I mean, they're they're lower stakes in some ways when you're doing a single cam where you know you have time on your side to a degree. Um, But I would think again, once you get those kind of jitters out of the way, those first couple episodes, you can kind of like, I mean, they they never fully go away. The, and that's, and I like that. I mean, there's a rush that you get yeah. and like a, um, an adrenaline that, that surges through your body, but right before the show. And I never let it, I, I don't want anyone to ever come to my, to my dressing room before I start film on the tape night because I get yeah. nervous and I don't want to be distracted because there's a lot of words and scenes and timing and things that are going through my brain. So, um, so right when you go on stage, you like it, there's an energy and you're nervous, but that's, that's what kind of feeds you. And yeah. then it eventually like you get used to it and it gets easier. But had you, had you ever done any theater growing up or in my performing high school, performing arts high school, we did, yeah. um, we did, we did theater yeah. and dance. And so, yeah. So, okay. So, so going back since we have the luxury of some time, like when you started to perform and, 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 and work professionally, like, what do you remember about like your first days on, on a film or TV set? Like, did it feel like comfortable or did it feel like a new world? Give me a sense of like, what, a whole new no, world. no, Nina, we talked to <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Suddenly the show trying to I, ruin me. I read, I read a headline that this has been canceled because you owe the IRS Seriously. $2 million. <laughs> God damn it. If you sing a Beatles song next, you are out of here. <laughs> All right. So no. how about Bohemian Rhapsody? Oscar winner Rami Malek. Oh my God. Oh, we have to get into that too. You were vanity fairing it up. I want to talk about that too. Um, one thing at a time, Josh. I'm just scattered. Time. I'm just the tequila Wait, talking now. what was the now. last question? I, I know. know. Are you done your drink? No, I'm not. I'm sipping like a little. Yeah, me too, by the way. I feel like I can't drink too quickly because you're going to. Well, I have a tolerance of like a child, if a child drank. Like I, I, I can like have three. It's not you I'm worried about. It's me I'm worried about. <laughs> you're going to ask me questions and then I'm going to yeah, end up spilling, <laughs> <laughs> spilling well, everything. Who and- is your least favorite co-star on Vampire Diaries? <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? What uh, episode were you on when you came on the show? <laughs> what? I need to remember that to answer that question. <laughs> right. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I am really slow today. <laughs> Jesus. Um, wait, we're on a theater growing up. Oh, your I first wanna, days. I want to I do theater, by the way. I just want to put that out there. If anyone's listening that has any kind of pull or say <laughs> in New York. 
directors, screen uh, playwrights. Move to New York. We're going to make this dream well, get happen. Get me a play, and then I'll have a it's reason to move to New okay. York. What's okay. the dream play? Is there a role? Is there a kind of a thing? You want to sing, dance? A whole new uh, Now it's $3 million <laughs> that you owe the IRS. By the way, is it the IRS? Do they, are they the ones that... Sure. Who, who collects well, the money? You clearly didn't graduate from college, so I don't know. The interview's not going to make sense because you're going to have to cut all those clips out, and then we're just going to be laughing for no reason. And I'm talking about the IRS coming to get you. Everyone's going to be like, what? If you could figure out what they were talking about. <laughs> um, we're talk- oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and get us back on track. Okay. First, I believe in you. <laughs> you shouldn't. First days on a film or TV set. Oh, what was yeah. the project? How did you feel? Uh, okay. Well, um, first thing I first thing I did was a Lifetime movie. I can't remember the name of the actress, but I was cast to play the younger version of her. Okay. Um, I was super excited. Got to set. Could not, for the life of me, figure out what... A mark was. So, of course, if I didn't know what it was, I didn't hit it. <laughs> like, ever. Like, I'm, I'm saying ever, ever. To the point where I got... I don't think I got fired. I think they just... I can't tell. No. I think they were polite enough to let me finish the scene, but I definitely didn't make the movie. Right. I was. I ended up on the cutting room floor. So, how did I feel? <laughs> um... <laughs> Not I don't great. know, Josh. <laughs> you tell me. How do you think I felt? <laughs> At what point did you work on, and I, again, in my copious research, I came across what must be a great film, Never Cry Werewolf. Oh, dear God, you are. I always pick out the gems in the IMDb. What's, uh, should I check that one out? What would I, what would I get out of that? Where's she going? No, no, she's literally leaving. <laughs> gentle with that door, gentle, gentle. <laughs> Noise of me leaving. You're ruining my comedic timing. Here's my fear, though. That glass door. I'm gonna slam it. I'm not. I didn't finish college. That doesn't mean I'm an idiot. (laughs) It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's the door. God, breakup line if I've ever heard one. Um, Never cry Um, werewolf with Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. What do I need to know if I don't actually check it out? If I tell you things, will you promise to not check it out? <laughs> sure. I can make that bargain, yeah. <laughs> no, but that, that was for everyone, not okay. just you, Josh. I'm not anyone listening. Please, dear God, don't. Um, okay, so. Had you already done Degrassi? Like, where was this in the sequence of? <sighs> I can't remember the order. I've, okay. I've purposefully tried to block it out. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I was... Um, lucky enough to be in not one but three lifetime movies and <laughs> one sci-fi movie Ooh. back in the heyday when <laughs> none of those networks <laughs> were any good <laughs> so my resume includes movies titled uh, too young to marry <laughs> um the next one was called my daughter's secret and the third one, as you previously mentioned, is Never Cry Werewolf. I mean, it's a solid title. I don't know. I, I can't attest to the quality of the film. but Well, that was sarcasm, <laughs> if I've ever heard it. <laughs> and so, yeah, if we're going based on sarcasm, they were great films. <laughs> uh, 
But hey, look, you know what? I, I, I gotta be. I have to have a yeah, positive yeah, outlook about this. Yeah, and yeah. let me let me tell you, unlike the first Lifetime movie that I did, uh, what I took away from the next two was that I learned how to hit my mark. Hey. So they prepared me for Degrassi. You have the tools. Yeah. And um, Kevin Sorbo was lovely. (laughs) That's all I wanted. That's all I needed. Yeah. He was, though. He was nice. He was a a good guy. Very nice guy. Very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Especially when you're, like, 15 or however however old I was. I was very little compared to him. So... For, for someone that, that spent as much time as I have with you over the years of my shenanigans at MTV, et cetera, I, I, it feels like a good time to confess to my ignorance of some of your work. Okay. I'm older than you, Nina. Let's just say that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a different demo. Okay. How old are you? I'm 42. What? Yeah. No, you're not. I am. 1976, bird of 76, April 1st. Wow. That, no, I know you're joking now because you said April 1st. <laughs> that was the first time you heard that. I mean, nobody, nobody's ever told you that you were. You're a joke. You've been a joke your whole life. <laughs> so my point is, I wasn't a Degrassi guy. I wasn't a vampire guy either. Whoa! I, shots it's fired. Made, it's the, it, but it wasn't meant for me, was it? No, you're totally the target demo. Forty <laughs> something year old. Jewish man who <laughs> no. wears glasses. <laughs> that, that's, that was our target. And I'm devastated to hear that we didn't hit it. Never see New you Yorkers. <laughs> Does this impact our future happiness, our, our no, joy that we share together? I respect and love you more okay, good. for your honesty. Good. good. So my point is nothing really. But no, no, but no, seriously though, um, Justin, I really do appreciate <laughs> your your honesty. You know, for I gave you my treasured tequila <laughs> and I get nothing back. Um Oh Josh, Josh, so sorry. <laughs> Thank it's you. Josh. God, okay. Nina. If you say it three times, you'll remember. It's like Josh, Beetlejuice. Josh, Josh. Great. Um speaking of which you should reconsider like going by your birth name. Because you, with, with somebody as great a name as like this is actually my notes. You probably know it better than I do. What was your name on your birth certificate? Uh, my, I was named after my grandmother. Yeah. And her name was Nicolina. Nicolina Dobreva. I mean, that's, that's, that, that's a superstar name if I ever heard one. I'm being serious. I love that name. Thank you. Um, I also loved the name when I found out that that was my name at 18. After I had already sort of worked so it wasn't for like, many years, so like I, I didn't want to be yeah. P Diddy, aka Puff Daddy, aka, AKA Daddy or D or right. whatever. We're gonna like he's due for another name change, by the way. It's right? been a couple of years. Yeah, he's uh, been due for a while yeah. now. So what? Uh, why did but they I, keep this from you? What? What's the? I honestly don't think that there's like a there's no like. Family secret reason? No, it's not like like I murdered someone or like somebody else <laughs> murdered someone and we've been keeping it to the grave. Yeah. It's like, no, I think they just forgot. Got it. I think it was just a cl- <laughs> cl- we'll, we'll mention it to her one year. She's 18. I guess we should mention it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it was just like they, it was Nicolina and then, and then they just started calling me Nina because my grandmother's nickname was also Nina. Got it. And so they just started saying Nina, 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 Nina. And then, um, you know... 
they have to, you got to do laundry, you got to take your kids to hockey practice, and then 18 years, 18 years, 18 years, fuck me, <laughs> fucked up the damn timing. See, I'm still learning. No, or the tequila alcohol. is getting yeah. to me, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me try that joke one more time, okay, and then 18 yeah. years go by, and then, ooh, guess now we got to call her and fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in the home stretch. You really were. <laughs> thank you. Next joke. Let's keep going. Um, how were? I'm a little toasty. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's a little warm in here. No, I didn't mean warm. I'm no, I know, I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I saw some of your fantastic photos from the Vanity Fair party. Your swanky little photos with all your celebrity friends. Well, why do you say it like that? Like, no, you're, like there's a little chip on your I shoulder. A like, you're a little. I've never gotten the Vanity Fair invite. Shocking, I know. Um, but uh, it did look like a great time. Some of my favorite people were there. Jeff Goldblum is my. Obsession. Oh, he's the best. Have you ever seen his jazz show? I mentioned this on every episode. His, what? his jazz show. Do you know he does a jazz show? No. You know? What, what do you mean? What, what capacity? What do you mean? In Los Angeles, California, yeah. where you reside. He play. I've said this before in the podcast, so apologies to, apologies to listeners. Every Wednesday night, Rockwell in Los Feliz, uh, <laughs> um, he plays a jazz show, a jazz piano, but more importantly, you don't have to be an aficionado of jazz. I like jazz. It's fine. But he is Jeff Goldman for two hours and he plays games and he... This is open to the public or... Yeah, you can buy tickets. It's like a very small, intimate Every Wednesday. setting. Every Wednesday night if he's in town. Wow. Go and thank me later. It's amazing. I did not know that. Yeah. The uh, way I know Jeff is through Emily Living, uh, Livingston, wait, who is, is now his? Jeff yeah. Goldblum. I mean, uh, Emily Goldblum. But uh, her and I, fun little fact... Used to be on the same Canadian gymnastics team. Right, I remember her background. This makes sense. It's all clicking. Yeah, that's crazy. She was like the all star on. uh, She went to the Olympics. Yeah, she made it all the way to the real Olympics. (laughs) And And I was a sub for the team. (laughs) Hey, that's the story of my goddamn life. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) please. Oh shoot! What do we do if all the good ones die? (laughs) I guess take her. What are you, are you doing anything for the next six to ten years of your life? <laughs> Not really. I just immigrated from Bulgaria. To, I don't know why I was from Atlanta all of a sudden. A that's, the Bulga- that's the Bulgarian accent, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what, yeah, please, every time I'm watching your fabulous Instagram stories, it feel like you're like jumping off a cliff or you're living your best life somewhere. You're like, yeah, yeah. my point is... You were not sitting in a, in a cave like I am. Like No, it's because I was a sub on the Canadian gymnastics team for so many for years. Times. And now I was like, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> now I can shine. <laughs> I got to compete a couple times. <laughs> was, was, was Olympics ever a dream? Was it like a... I mean, for like 35 minutes. Yeah. When I first walked in and signed in and like filled out the paperwork. Is this all I have to do to get on the Olympic team? <laughs> then I went on the floor, tried to do the split position, and was like, oh, guess this isn't in the, <laughs> it's not in the cards for me. I know, I actually did really, like, considering how late I started and how little I knew and the fact that my family had no money and not, like, all the obstacles, I actually did really well. Yeah. And advanced pretty quickly but I started too late like if I wanted right. to ever go to the Olympics in a serious way right. I would have needed I mean I would have had to come out of the womb doing the splits right. and, and I was about nine years too late well let's just say you obviously are in uh, crazy shape I'm sure you could kill uh, kill me with like a, a glance you just insisted that that you jumped on my back and I jumped on you much to my chagrin it was really like <laughs> I thought I was going to break you man who breaks Nina Dobrev in half film at 11 <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm stronger than I look. <laughs> um, but my point, if I had one and I didn't, was uh, as I said, I have low tolerance for alcohol. <laughs> That's not. Did you finish? Oh my god, he's almost done, but he's not done. All right, I'll finish. Um, Neither am I, so it's okay. I've never done any. I did. I've never done an Instagram story, Nina. Are you joking me? I mean, I'm on, on, on the gram. Oh, I forgot you're 42, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's that makes weird. sense. That's okay. Weird. Oh my god. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. For, <laughs> for, I'm hip. I'm with it. <laughs> for I'm your jiggy. age demo, this actually makes sense. You know what I heard? I, I heard an interesting statistic about um, about your group of <laughs> people. Um, Will you visit me at the home next week? <laughs> they don't make uh, like when they make films. The, the percentage of films that are made for the boomers. <laughs> okay, just for it's the record, actually... I am not a fucking boomer. <laughs> I will never confide to you anything personal about me again. That, that was the Canadian side of me. See, I made it funny. I made it funny. <laughs> I told you I skipped school for a year. I told you my age, which you're never supposed to do. <laughs> I shared my alcohol. What was your point? I don't know. I just wanted to make a boomer joke. Okay, good. <laughs> Um, what was your question oh, before I interrupted should, and made I, an unrelated joke? What should I be doing on the stories like the kids, like you? What, what, what do I, how, you know, how do I? How do um, I, why don't we do a story right now? What do why we do? don't I teach you something? Yeah, please. Let something good come out of this. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm opening up my Instagram story right now. Well, first of all, do you know what a filter is? <laughs> Don't treat me. I mean, okay, I'm so regretting this line of. Okay, so you swipe to the right like that, and the story pops up. Um, hey guys, I am currently teaching Josh how to make stories because he's a, a boomer born in. Nineteen seventy six. Yep. Which is, oh, did you just give me no, the finger? No, number, what? That's how I cr- scratch my nose. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. 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 I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, you do that. You press yeah, the button. Yeah. And then you click this little button that says add to your story. Okay, so just, I know it seems really complicated so be, far. Just to be clear, <laughs> I want to backtrack. I wasn't literally asking you as like an IT consultant. I was asking more of like content. What kind of things should I do? <laughs> and you went ahead and treated me like I treat my parents. And I hate my life right now. <laughs> I know how to I'm not an iPhone. <laughs> I'm the daughter you never wanted. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know. You're, but you're, you're a comedian. You're like a funny dude. Like what? It's just you kind of like I use stories and Instagram as a platform to create content that um, is silly or funny or shows um, can be self-deprecating or because like. Are you good at setting boundaries? Because I feel like you expose, it seems like you seem, and I'm sure you keep a lot to yourself, but like, you feel like an open book on the social medias. Like you're out there, you're with your friends, we're getting a peek into your life to a degree. Have you, have you found it difficult to kind of figure out where that line is? Um, how much to share? Yes and no. I mean, I, I, I'd like to be my most authentic self, so I... Try to. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I guess it's I'm intuitive. Not, like you, I mean, you, you know. I'm not sharing naked videos right. or like inappropriate. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still aware that other the people watch these things, right. so I don't want to. I don't know how to answer that question. It's okay. 
Um, we, 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 we were ending this well, on a I mean, it's, sad it's, note. It's one of those things that, like, <laughs> I... Where, where do you draw the line? I... I mean, I'm, clearly, I'm using it wrong. Like, you're, you're, as well, we, you're not using it. Yeah, I'm not using right? it. Right. I mean, I do use it, too. I, I, I do photos of my silly, happy, sad, confused photos and that kind of a thing. Okay. Just to promote the podcast and my other shenanigans, but... Well, I just feel like... I don't know what I feel. It's, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> but it is intuitive. I think it's like, also like there's a difference between look, despite my, my early, uh, um, non dig at you of not having an education, which you do, <laughs> you are a very smart person that knows sort of like what is appropriate to share and like how to find, and it's not like something you have to deliberate on, I guess. Well, like, no, I mean, I, I, I never forget that. Yes, it, there's, People are following me along for the journey because they want an insight yeah. on what's going on. But at the same time, it's also some a platform that professional opportunities are are, are being considered. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, and um, I try to represent myself the way I would want. Like it's a direct reflection of who I am, so I'm not going to be inappropriate. And I. I don't know if I'm succeeding at it, but I try to be a classy individual. And yeah. but that, but at the same time, Tarantino I'm goofy and I'm weird and I'm stupid. and I'm quirky and I'm. Um, and if I just posted pictures of me on the red carpet, then you wouldn't get a sense of the fact that I am okay with. Like I, I'm, I'm just I'm a weirdo, and I am proud of being a weirdo and doing and saying strange things and being goofy and honestly like. I don't. I don't know. No, here, here. Oh, this is, no, this is real. This is, we're getting real, man. After some tequila. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at this. No, I mean, I, I, in all earnestness, I, I appreciate everything about what you said, and I, and I will second it. And you've always been so, so kind to me, and like doing mm. like my silly shenanigans. And we did we did a fun pilot way back when for something, and um, and I'm so, and I'm honestly thrilled that you are doing more comedy now because I know you enough to know that that is important to you, and you are so good at it. Mm, um, thank you. And I want to exploit that for my own benefit soon. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to do I that. Mean, I mean, my quote's $1 million, so like, well, as long I'm, as you meet that quote, then I'm, it's totally currently fine. Currently, I'm not doing so well thanks to some uh, <laughs> lawsuits that have occurred recently, thanks to a... A whole new... <laughs> Four million dollars. <laughs> um, a new fantastic oh, point. Of it was view. funny at first, but now it's actually no a serious. <laughs> <laughs> She's got pipes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Nina Dobrev for the win. Uh, we're, not, we're not done drinking though. I so we still have a couple sips. Do we have to end right now? I'm having too much fun. I don't want to go. We don't can, make me. Leave. Are you kicking me out? No, no. You're welcome here anytime. Because I, I, I would, I'll leave. Like I, I want to leave on my own. I've already tried to leave three times. It's so your like, choice. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your heels on and get out of here. <laughs> um, but yes, everybody should check out Fam Thursday nights nine thirty on CBS. Uh, you're welcome here anytime, buddy. Thanks as always. Thank you. We did it. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see you and. Um, let me know mm. when you get out of jail for all that money that you owe the IRS. Wonder what because it'd be good to catch that. up. I'm yeah. sure it'll be a while. So after that amount of time, it'd be really nice to catch up. So you're saying you're not going to visit me in the slammer? As they I'm not say. saying I, I I didn't say I wouldn't, but I'm also. You kind of said you wouldn't. Not no 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm. 
I'm just like we'll see how the like schedules, you know. Yeah, my my people will talk to your yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, have your agent reach out to my agent, and right. um, we'll see if it works out time wise. You know, I'm busy between now and like 2030, but after that, <laughs> freeze a bird, kid. I'll be there every day. Thanks for your support. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. (laughs) 